critical thinking is the most important skill you can have when you're living in a world that seems to have lost its mind. Everyone out there is trying to tell you what to think. I want to teach you how to think. In every episode, I'm exposing the logical fallacies being used by advertisers, politicians, influencers, news outlets, social media memes, and maybe even your own best friend. Warning, listening to this podcast will cause you to see bad thinking everywhere. Welcome to the Filter Through a Brain Cell podcast. Hey thinkers, what is up? Kathy Givens here. Welcome back to another episode of the Filter Through Brain Cell podcast. And I realized I have been so focused on trying to review some of the past fallacies that it's been a hot minute since I've read a review that a listener has left for the show. So I thought I'd read one of those today as we get started here. So this one is from Instagram from an account called Handsome Cat Games. Handsome Cat Games. I kid you not. Anyways, it says this. I am a huge fan of your podcast. I have been able to use my noodle more than ever, and my thinking is getting clearer and sharper. I'm so glad I found you. So yay. Thank you so much for that message. I love it. I love to hear from my listeners. I love it when you guys leave messages. I love to hear how the podcast is helping you. Um, it's super cool when you guys are using this with your families, when you're using it for yourself to learn good thinking. And by the way, if you're not following me over on Instagram, I'd love to invite you to do so. I post reels over there about different fallacies and I'll repost memes and fallacies that I find there as well. So if you're on Instagram at all, you can find me at filter it a brain cell. Okay, so let's start off with a quick review of a fallacy that we covered earlier this season, the oversimplified cause fallacy. Okay, do you want to hit pause real quick and see if you can remember what the oversimplified cause fallacy is? So the oversimplified cause fallacy happens when someone tries to attribute a complex event or outcome to a single oversimplified cause. Say, for instance, if there are 10 things that contributed to a certain outcome, they'll try to just focus on one of them and say that that one thing is the whole reason that the outcome was what it was. So the question to ask yourself if you think you're facing the oversimplified cause fallacy is this. Is it really true that that's the thing causing this problem or that that's the only thing causing this outcome? All right, if you want to review or hear more about this fallacy, go back out and check out episode 114. I also want to give a huge shout out to this show's sponsor, Classical Conversations. This is the homeschool organization where we have learned all these skills about how to think well. If you are considering homeschooling and if you don't want to do it alone, check out Classical Conversations model where you can join a community of like-minded families and take the homeschool journey together. Your kids will be in classes with other students their age. They have a full curriculum that they work through and um, we've got two free eBooks for you. If you'd like to learn more about homeschooling and what a classical education even is, just go fill out the form at classicalconversations.com forward slash Gibbons, that's G-I-B-B-E-N-S, and you'll get immediate access. Okay, let's dive into today's new fallacy, the appeal to equality fallacy. The appeal to equality fallacy happens when somebody makes an argument that relies on the concept of equality or fairness to support a particular position, but The argument itself may not be logically sound or the concept of what exactly is equal may not be very clear. So this fallacy is also sometimes called the appeal to equity or the appeal to egalitarianism. How's that for a big word? Um, And basically, it just means the belief that all people are equal and deserve equal rights and opportunities. 
Okay, so let's go into an example. Here's a simple example of what the appeal to equality sounds like. Six-year-old Luke says to his parents, it's not fair that Gabe gets to stay up until nine and I have to go to bed at 7.30. I should be able to have the same bedtime he has. Okay, so Luke is saying he should get the same bedtime as his brother, but he's not taking into account the fact that he's six and his brother is 13. There's a big difference in those ages and in the amount of sleep that kids need at different ages. Now, maybe there could be a good reason for him to make this argument that he should be able to stay up until 9 p.m., but he's not making a good argument in this example. He's simply appealing to the idea of equality. Sadly, our culture is full of examples of the appeal to equality. And I bet if you had a conversation with your family, you could come up with a whole bunch of them that you have seen, that you have heard that are happening right now in culture around us. But here's a few other examples. Um, There are kids sports leagues that don't keep score anymore. Isn't that crazy? Sports leagues that don't keep score anymore because they they don't want there to be a winner or a loser. They want to have an equal outcome for both teams at the end of the game, regardless of how they played. Okay, do you see the appeal to equality? They're just looking at, okay, we just need to have equality. We need it to be equal on these two teams. And they're completely failing to look at, well, how did the two teams play? Did one play better than the other? Did one score more than the other? And they're just kind of throwing that all out the window. So the problem behind the thinking in an appeal to equality is that while treating people equally is, yes, it's it's the right thing to do. It's a noble principle. But it doesn't mean that everyone should receive the same outcomes in every situation, especially in situations where effort and merit comes into play. And it doesn't mean we should automatically make everything equal for everyone when there are a lot of other things that need to be taken into consideration. Now, I do just want to say this. There is a difference between the between equality and equity. And a lot of people have equivocated these two words to mean the same thing, but they don't mean the same thing. I don't have time to go into it all in this episode, but I just want to encourage you to take some time and, and look it up and learn the difference between the two and have a talk about it as a family because equity is being equated to equality and they don't mean the same thing. And it's causing a lot of confusion in conversations in society and in culture. Okay, another example of the appeal to equality in my opinion, is grading on a curve. If you've never heard of this, ask uh, ask your parents, ask somebody who's older, they have probably heard of what it means to grade on a curve. So let me just kind of break it down uh, generally here. Grading on a curve refers to the process of adjusting students' grades on a test or assignment after the test has already been graded in order to make sure that the grades are quote unquote properly distributed throughout the class. For instance, let's say that there's a test and everybody bombs. The whole class, most or most of the class does terribly. Like let's say the class average is really low on that test. What happens is the professor will take, let's say, the top 10% of whoever the grades are, and all those people get A's. And then they take the next 30% and give B's to all those people, and so on and so forth. It's a way of redistributing the grades in an attempt to make it more fair or more equal, or to raise everybody's grades if the whole class did terribly. Now, grading on a curve is somewhat controversial in college classrooms because think about it. If you're the student who did terribly, but you ended up with a C minus after they graded on the curve, you're ecstatic about being graded on the curve. 
However, if you're the student who got the A+, you could potentially end up with a lower grade when it's based on a curve. And I ask you, is that fair? Does the person who partied all weekend instead of studying deserve to get a better grade and the student who studied hard to get a good grade deserve to have their grade lowered? Okay, and yes, I admittedly, I am using generalities here, right? Sometimes I use extremes to just make a concept. I'm just trying to make the concept simple, but hopefully you get the point. So the question to ask yourself, if you think you're facing the appeal to equality fallacy is this, is there a basis for wanting equality valid? Is there a basis for wanting equality valid? Okay, guys, that's it for today. Remember, when you learn how to think, you will no longer fall prey to those who are trying to tell you what they want you to think. And it all starts with asking one simple question. Is that really true? I would love to hear from you. Do you have questions about fallacies and cognitive biases? Are you now starting to see and hear them everywhere around you too? Well, send them in. They just might get featured on the podcast. You can email them to me at think at filteritthroughbraincell.com or you can connect with me on Instagram at filteritthroughbraincell. And if you want to be notified about when new episodes come out and all the things that we're doing, go to www.filteritthroughbraincell.com and sign up to receive email updates. I would love it if you would help us on our mission to teach society how to think well. Please subscribe, leave us a review, and share this podcast with people in your life.